Welcome to Stacey on the Right, the podcast. You can find out more at familyvisionmedia.org and also check us out on SiriusXM every night from 9 p.m. to midnight. So we have Andrea Gallagher, president of the Pipe Hitter Foundation. It's pipehitterfoundation.org, joining us to talk about a police officer who has wrongly been convicted and sent to prison for following his training to the letter. Andrea, thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. So talk to us about Ben Darby. He and his wife are struggling through a very difficult situation that all of us who support law enforcement and law and order, we hate to see this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ben is a Huntsville Police Department officer who was called onto the scene of a gentleman that was threatening to take his own life. And there were two officers that had arrived on the scene prior to Ben. And actually, the way that the story unfolded was these two officers kind of went against protocol. They didn't follow the standards of the training. And so when Ben arrived, he noticed all of these errors that were being made. He promptly entered. He told the person in question to put his weapon down because he was very concerned because of his training by the Huntsville Police Department and even a national standard of FBI training that he had attended, I think, just prior to that. And a furtive movement of someone taking a gun from their temple of their head to shoot or point at police officers, you can do that action much quicker than an officer, which in this case, the two previous officers that arrived on the scene actually didn't even have their guns up, drawn or pointed. They were in what's called a fatal funnel. So they were basically completely vulnerable to this very unstable subject who had actually denied up to seven commands to put his weapon down. So Ben took action on the scene. He did end up shooting the suspect and thereafter was completely cleared by the department. He was fully supported by the chief of police, a panel that said he actually did everything completely right. And the other two officers were sent to disciplinary remediational training. But that was actually not the end of the story. Ben was later charged by the DA with murder, and that trial was conducted during COVID. So there was a lot of inconsistencies in that trial that we can get into as well, Stacey. Okay. So first of all, this is the second most deadly call that officers respond to. The first is, you know, a domestic violence call. And the second is when someone who is suffering from some kind of mental illness or disturbance, their family member calls or some member of the public calls because that person is acting out in public. Officers arrive on the scene and it usually ends badly. When I say usually, I mean, statistically, there are very few officer involved shootings in comparison with the number of interactions they have with the police on a daily basis. But the narrative that's spun by the media that every time you turn around, there's a shooting. Well, there are 320 million people in America, all of these interactions on a daily basis, and very few of them result in someone being killed. And so now you have an officer in jail, and that is exactly what the defund the police people want. It seems like they're getting their best wish here. Yeah. I could not agree with you more. And that's exactly right. And one of the main things that we were focusing on when Pipe Hitter took this case, because what we usually do is we try to step in when we see this type of injustice occurring with either service members, police, first responders, or their families. And one of the interesting aspects is Ben's wife, Keelan Darby, who's been fighting diligently, is also a police officer. So she's also keenly trained to all of this. And so the inconsistencies that took place during the trial was that Ben's constitutional rights were violated. They had a closed court. Not even Keelan herself was allowed in. And the defense, basically, they kind of categorized him 
as a normal civilian. They didn't categorize him as a trained police officer. And they told the jury there was no difference between then and a citizen just walking into the house with a shotgun and shooting an individual in the head. When that's completely absurd, when Ben's a trained police officer, he went to an FBI training specifically around this. And then there was also parts of the jury was not allowed to hear relevant testimony of the neighbor. And the neighbor testified to the fact that this gentleman was, in fact, heard saying and had been reported as saying that he was trying to set up police, lure them to his home. So he was somehow, you know, obviously an unstable individual. And there was another individual that was a police officer. This training was also not allowed to be heard either. This officer was actually very similar to Ben, was shot in the face with buckshot. And Ben had just gone through that training. So the thing that will shock you, though, Stacey, is that this training is actually still being taught to cadets and people that are going in the police department. So you're seeing this officer that followed the rules to the letter of the law that now is sitting in prison. He's been in prison a year. He's serving a 25-year sentence for doing his job, convicted of murder, yet they're still training cadets this exact standard of protocol that they put Ben away for. Okay, so, you know, injustice reigns supreme at times until people rise up and actually do something about it. So, first off, how does someone who is listening to this, who is concerned about what's happening to this family, how do they find out more? And then what action can be taken to support them and to kind of help speed along the return to justice? Because he needs a new case. Yeah, he absolutely does. He has an appeals hearing that's coming up. If you go to our website at pipehitterfoundation.org, we would love people to get involved. Number one, you can support them by donating. If you look, there's all the information indicated about the nuances of the case, the trial, and what we're trying to do to help and support them. So a legal defense is supported by the funds that you can raise to have a proper legal defense, in this case, the appeal. So this appeal hearing that we're going to be approaching on November the 10th is going to be in Alabama. We have information listed on Instagram. We're at Pipe Hitter Foundation. And then Keeneland Darby actually has spearheaded a page herself. It's called Stand with Darby. So we reference that a lot. So people are welcome to explore those avenues as well to get up-to-date information. But I would say one of the things that we're asking people to do is, you're right, we need to take a stand against this. This is such a tragic situation. Ben is actually in one of the most, I mean, the jail that he's in is absolutely horrific. There's been a lot of reports, overdoses, killings. You can imagine how dangerous it is for an officer to be in this jail in the Alabama area. And so this appeal is critical to overturn this completely corrupt trial that took place during the time when we had COVID and the restrictions that they had in place. It was a closed circuit television. It was cut off at different times during the trial, testimony unable to be heard. So if people want to support, I would say, number one, you can donate. Number two, follow the case, start raising awareness, sharing the story about Keelan Darby, this wife that is fighting so diligently for her husband, Ben, who's locked in one of the most dangerous prisons. Pipeter Foundation is not going to back down. We are going to continue to raise awareness and funds. We actually provide PR support for Keelan, and we help her to get this story in front of the right people, including you, Stacey. So we're just thankful for this time today, and we would love everybody to, you know, take a stand for Ben and for Keelan both. 
So I am on the website standwithdarby.com. I'm putting the link in the show notes. Young guy, I can't imagine what they're going through. I see the image of he and his wife here. My heart goes out to this young couple. So I want to make sure that people have the link. If you're listening to this while you're driving, never fear. That's what the show notes are for. You can click when you get done. There's a Pipe Hitter Foundation donation link here. There's a Fund the First donation link. You can subscribe for email updates in your inbox to make sure that you don't miss a thing. That's what I'm doing right now. Let me just offer our prayers and support for the Darby family and especially, Andrea, what you do at Pipe Hitter Foundation. Thank you for coming alongside them and making sure that they have support. They have to feel lonely right now. Having you with them probably means the difference. It makes all the difference in the world. So that's an amazing story. And I want everyone, if you feel so led to get involved, go to standwithdarby.com. You can find the link to the Pipe Hitter Foundation there. You can find out more about what we do on a daily basis at familyvisionmedia.org. God bless, and we'll see you next time.